Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Booze Filled to Spirit Filled podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski, and co-host, new puppy to the family, Molly Godlewski. All right, back to seriousness. Today, in this leadership series, I'm going to talk about the word solitude. For some of you, this might conjure up thoughts of being locked in a closet or being alone in a cave. You might even think of solitary confinement is the definition of solitude. That is not at all what I'm talking about. So I want to start off by talking about each person having a unique personality. In particular, I want to talk about being an extrovert or being an introvert. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to wrap all this up with solitude. Many people think that a leader is someone who is extroverted. Not necessarily. Remember, being an extrovert has to do with energy. In other words, are you most comfortable or are you energized in a group, extrovert, or by yourself, introvert? There is no wrong answer. And it has nothing to do with being outgoing or shy. Both extroverts and introverts can be leaders, successful leaders, but both need times of solitude. Solitude in and of itself is not a bad thing. It can become negative. Let me explain this some more. If you are naturally an extrovert, then you might fill your time being with people, like you want to be around people. Those people can have influence on you, obviously. Also, as a leader, depending on your actual job or your livelihood, you might spend a lot of time in meetings. There can be this constant chatter in your brain. So my question is, if you are that kind of person naturally, do you ever spend time by yourself? Do you ever spend time meditating or contemplating? Maybe thinking just spiritually on this level. Do you ever devote your time and energy to communal worship and small groups? Is that what you enjoy? Being with people in church? being in small groups, but then you don't actually do individual devotional time with just you and Jesus. In order for our minds to be clear and to be focused and to be able to hear and see where God is leading us, we need to be in solitude. We need to have moments where it's just you and Jesus. That's it. Because he wants to speak to just you. I think there are some people that say that their drive time is their alone time with God. All right, there's a good chance in my next couple statements, you're going to turn me off now. Because I disagree with that. If you're saying your alone time is with Jesus in a car and that's your best time. Well, you're kind of lying to yourself. Kind of think it's a cop out. Because when you're driving, you can't be completely focused on God. You can't. You might be able to multitask in your brain, 
even if you say your music is off, but are you, are you really saying that you don't have 10 to 15 minutes to spend alone with God? So you have to use your driving time. Is that really what you're saying? I want you to think about that. And is that really alone with God? As leaders, we need to take time to allow our minds to be quiet. We need to step away from our laptops, put down our devices, turn off the music, get out of the meetings and the small groups, get rid of all distractions, including driving, so that our attention can be devoted to the one whom we should be following and listening to. Why do you think it is a struggle for you to have solitude in your life? Why is it? Is it that maybe your mind starts to think too much? Do you start overanalyzing? Do you not want to think? Hmm. Do you not want to analyze where you're at in life, what you are doing or where you're struggling and what you need to improve on? Are you afraid to face some things? Are there issues you just keep avoiding? And by staying busy, always planning stuff, always trying to figure out ways to be with people, you can put off other things that are deep down inside you that you might know you need to do and to confront and deal with. So you avoid solitude. I mean, this is America. We avoid solitude. How long have you been doing this? That's a good question. And do you really think you can avoid all these things forever? So if you are an extrovert, I want to challenge you to set aside time on a weekly or bi-weekly basis for solitude. And I am willing to go out on a limb here. And if you do this on a regular basis for a year, I bet you will be transformed. Don't just keep doing stuff. Don't just keep saying that your drive time is your alone time. Nope, 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 nope. Going to church, Bible studies, all great. But what about your alone time? What about solitude? All right. Now, if you're like me, you are an introvert. You don't believe me when I say I'm an introvert. But the truth is, I am energized and most comfortable when I'm by myself. That is a truth. I know I'm a public speaker and I'm comfortable with doing that. It's actually what I love. And I'm passionate about preaching and teaching. After spending time doing this, after being in meetings and being around people, I need time alone. Solitude actually comes naturally to me. So if you're an introvert like me, would there ever be a time where it could be negative? Yes, 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 yes. Sometimes, at least for me, and I'm guessing there's others out there that are introverts, solitude can also be a way of avoiding. Solitude can be a form, a negative form of escaping. It's kind of like you hunker down, you put your walls up, and then in that, your thoughts can start to spiral. Is there anybody that can relate to this? Anyone? 
So one of the major downfalls of being a leader who is an introvert is that I tend to, some of us tend to put on a facade. To the public, to the naked eye, we can appear very confident. And it's a real confidence on the outside. But yet, when we have our solitude time, we have to reconcile this public persona that we have with our private persona. It can be very, very difficult to do that. It can be emotionally and mentally draining. I have to be intentional about my balance. My balance of solitude to energize and to be comfortable and to spend time with God. And then my, what I do for a living, right? Because I can, I can hunker down and then my thoughts go kind of in bad places. But then when I'm always out doing my thing, it can suck me dry. I, I don't always let that on. Right. Like those of us that are introverts that like work in the public. I feel like we do a lot of pretending at times and that's hard because I feel like then I'm not being my most authentic self. Um, So this is the hard part for the introverts is that balance. So I want you to think about where are you on the solitude scale? Are you an extrovert? Are you an introvert? And then. Are you spending time in solitude in positive ways, negative ways? Are you avoiding time in solitude? Or are you hunkering down in your solitude? I think this is key. I think people look at the outside and they see us doing and going and they think that's what it means to be a successful leader. No, no, no. That's what it means to possibly live a double life. That's what it means to possibly be on the road to burnout and possibly be on the road to making mistakes because we're not spending time with God alone. We're not really having solitude time. This is a little bit different than Sabbath. That's going to be a much later episode. So where are you on this scale of solitude? All right, that's it for this episode. If you have any questions, you can find me on social media, Jamel Godlewski. You can find me on the internet, jamelgodlewski.com. Please leave comments, get a hold of me if you have questions. These are, these are difficult topics if you are a person in leadership. We're not real good at this and we don't teach people these things. So I am, I am here to answer any questions you have. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone.